Eagles Entertainment. On Thursday, October 7th, Eagles players spoke to the media. First up, safety Rodney McLeod. First game back, how do you think you, you held up from a physical standpoint? Uh, I think I held up uh, fairly well. Uh, most importantly, the goal was to make it out the game uh, completely healthy without any setbacks. And um, I, I can uh, say that, you know, that happened. Uh, feel good, man. It, it was good just to get out there with the guys and compete. Uh, obviously, the outcome wasn't uh, what I was hoping for. But, uh, you know, personally, I can say I'm, I'm in a good step. And, and now it's just on to the next game. Was the plan going in to not play you full amount, or was that just kind of uh, how it happened? Yeah, that was um, that was what we uh, thought was best. Uh, just as you know, my first game uh, returning, uh, wanted to be smart, and so I just listened to the trainers and, and doctors, and uh, played out well, man. Uh, you know, we have full trust in a guy like Marcus Epps, who's uh, given us a, a lot of great snaps this year, and you know, didn't really miss a beat when he came in. So um, I was good. Of course, I would love to play a full game, but just trusting the process right now. Is that weird for you? Yeah, I, I feel uh, a lot better. I, I think that was a, a huge test for me going against a, a team uh, like Kansas City. You know, they're, they're not going to stop. They're going to throw a lot at you. Uh, they have a, a great skill group. So I uh, wanted to put it to the test early, and I think I checked all the box. Is that weird for you to not play every snap? You've been an every snap guy for a while now. Yeah, it was weird. Uh, I, I think the, what uh, was comforting to me was uh, understanding that going into it, I, I knew. Um, so I was able to mentally prepare. Uh, and so, you know, we kind of scheduled that throughout the week in practice and, and how it was. And um, I just made the most of my reps. That's all you can do. Uh, made the most of my opportunities when given. How about working with Anthony? Because you guys, you know each other and you had a little bit of time, but not, not a ton together. Yeah, uh, it's been hard. Uh, you know, I, I think try to just uh, we sit next to each other in meetings. So we talk ball a lot, uh, which is very helpful. Uh, we see the game the same. Uh, and, and like I said, our relationship extends outside of this. So uh, it was very easy to, you know, kind of get back into the mix and work alongside a guy like Ann. And I know we're only going to build um, chemistry is only going to get better, uh, you know, from last game. You spent five years playing in one scheme. What was the adjustment like in terms of like just the muscle memory being out there and, and too deep and things like that? Yeah, there. I mean, there's a lot. Uh, there's some carryover, but there's also some adjustments. So, yeah, like my my mind's been trained for so long to you know make certain calls or or, or be where um, you know in a certain position. So uh, I just really cherish a lot of walkthrough reps I got. Like I said, a, a lot of mental reps on film, and uh, just took you know all the opportunities throughout the this past week. But uh, I don't think I had any mental errors out there, which was great, and uh, going to continue on that. Facing for you different because obviously there's less ground to cover now. Yeah, uh, you know, scheme is a little different, uh, but you know that's that's what happens, man. It's it's, it's part of it, and um, you know I, I'm a player that can adapt to anything. So uh, just really embracing my role right now, and and um, just looking to get better each and every week moving forward. What's been JG's messaging this week? Obviously, Kansas City's a very explosive team, so. You don't want to maybe overcorrect or overadjust because you don't see that kind of talent every week. You know, how how has he imparted that messaging to you guys as far as not overreacting? 
Uh, I think we understand that, you know, last week uh, was uh, not like us, right? Um, I think, you know, we've established a defensive culture here and, and uh, last week didn't we didn't really live up to those standards, and so I think we understand what our what our standards need to be, and and we felt short of that last week, and so you know we're moving forward and looking forward to going out there in Carolina and getting a win. Uh, you know we know we have to be better in a lot of areas, um, all correctable, um, and at the end of the day, man, us as players make this thing go. So um, it's on us, you know, to make that decision and and, and come up with a win next week. Uh, you know. Got a good uh, first day yesterday. Um, Warrior Wednesday is what we call it. And now we're moving on to today uh, to get better. So, you know, we went. Is it accurate to say that um, last year you kind of stepped in a little bit in the, some of the stuff that Malcolm did? Is it accurate to say that now in this new scheme, you probably you don't have as many roles to fill, You're kind of playing more of the uh, traditional 2D? And even before Malcolm was here, you were kind of like the post safety most of the time. Is that is that fair to say? And then how, what's that adjustment been like? I know we've asked about it earlier, but I just meant in terms of your role last year versus this year. Uh, I think it's really all predicated on on the scheme. Uh, you know, with Jim, we ran a lot of single high. You know, as we all know, so um, I was always middle of the field safety. Uh, you know, within the scheme, we do a lot of variations. Uh, some middle of the field close, some you know too high, and it's really uh, the great thing about Ann and I is we're very interchangeable. So there aren't necessarily any designated you know spots. Um, I would say it's just. Um, based on, you know, the formation and scheme at hand. But uh, like I said, man, we're, we're adjusting well and, um, you know, looking forward to just getting out there in Carolina, making plays and getting a win. Thanks, Thanks, Thanks Next, wide receiver Devontae Smith. I know you're probably not big in individual uh, accomplishments, but how does it feel to kind of get the 100-yard thing out of the way so early into your career? Uh, I mean, it's just a, it's just a stepping stone. Um, just continue to come in day in, day out, doing my job, doing what I'm supposed to do, working hard. Devontae, did you ever have an issue before when you stepped out in the time you were out of bounds on the pass route? And if so, you know, I know the coaches try to coach that. Aren't you aware that you're close to the sideline or did the defender kind of push you out of there? Um, I mean... As a receiver, it's always when you're running a go route, hold your line and things like that. I mean, when you're running and you're looking back for the ball, you can't really tell where you're at. So, um, like I said, just continue to squeeze, hold my line. That's the only thing I can do about it, just work on that, giving a better release at the line. Oh, uh, no. Nah. First time. As, as you watch the film, what was the biggest difference for you this past Sunday compared to previous two years? Um, I would say... Um, for me, um, my straining to finish, um, just straining all the way to end the ball, playing more physical and things like that. And I mean, um, as an offense, I, we were more detailed on some things. I mean, we left some things out there, some things that we can clean up, but um, our details are getting a whole lot better. How have you, um, like you said, mentioned strength and physicality, and obviously you're not on the, the larger side. How have you gone about and how have they helped you get more strong here? What are some of the things that they've done here? I know Alabama's got a pretty impressive strength program, but how's it been different here? Um, I think it's really just a mindset, just having a mindset of going out there, not being pushed around. I, I think that's the main thing it comes down to. Um, I mean, you can have a guy that's real strong and all that, but he don't have the mindset to do that, so it's really not going to work out. So I think it's more of a mindset thing than just getting in there, just throwing weight around. But, but I mean, I, I go in the weight room, we work out, do the things we're supposed to do. I do the little things that I need to work on. Has it, has it been a 
Anything that changed since you've been here? Do you do anything differently? Uh, I mean, all strength styles are different. So, um, yeah, here, I mean, I, I do the things that they have for me to do. Um, I attack that, and I go on about it. You and Jalen are coming out with big games. Do you feel like you two are getting more comfortable with each other, or was it just one of those games? Uh, I feel like the whole offense is getting more comfortable. as, Like I said, as we keep plucking away, plucking away um, attacking the small details, I mean, everything is getting better. We still have some things that we have to clean up, but every day we're getting better. We're chipping away. If you want to improve, do you focus on specific things or do you try to just improve in general? Or do you like go into a week saying, I got to be better at X, Y, or Z? Um, every day I go into practice and have one thing that I want to get better at. I attack that, but I don't lose sight of everything. I mean, I have the one thing I'm going to attack, but I attack everything also. But just have a little more focus on that one thing that I want to get better at that day. Um, I haven't decided yet. Yesterday it was just holding my line on go routes, working better releases at the line. Are those things you decide, or is that uh, input from the coaching staff? Um, no, just something I decide. How long have you done that? Uh, I've been doing that since Alabama. I mean, just every day you go out there, you have one thing you want to work on, getting better at. Javante, you got four games under your belt now at the NFL level. How have you noticed? How opposing cornerbacks play you from week to week? Is there a large difference? Do they are game plans that drastically different from each week? I mean, every DB plays differently, so you have to um, watch film and just study the DB you plan to see what type of guy he is. But I mean, every every DB has their way that they play, but. I feel like every DB has a way that they play certain guys. So same way I'm watching their tape, seeing what they do, they're watching my tape, seeing what I do, and then they try to put their best pieces together to stop me. Jan Steichen was talking about how you guys maybe need to get more big plays off Jalen scrambling. Um, are the rules for receivers the same, like wherever you are on plays like that, or are they different here? Um, I mean, scramble rules are your scramble rules. I mean, you have to stay stay available for the quarterback. And um, like you said, we have to get better at that. It's a lot of plays that can't be made if we just uh, stick to our scramble rules. I mean, that's something that we're trying to get better at. Playing, playing in college, this, this, you played, you didn't lose a lot of games. I don't think you probably ever lost three straight. Now in this situation, as a rookie, how do you mentally kind of handle going through these, you know, difficult stretches? I mean, I played multiple sports coming up, so I mean, it's not my first time losing. I mean. It, that's part of the game. You're going to lose something, you're going to win something. It's all about how you're going to bounce back, how you're going to respond. And so this approach you take of, of like improving one thing each day of practice, uh, take last year after the LSU game, 230 yards, you find things in that next day's practice or whatever, that next week's practice that needs to be better? Like, uh, what goes into finding what needs to be done that day? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm the type of guy, I mean, I don't, I don't look at the positives because, I mean, the positives are the positives. I did that right. I did it right. I know what I did, what caused me to do that right. I look at everything that's negative. So what I didn't do right, that's what I'm going to focus on the most. So I can have this many yards, this many touchdowns. I'm always pointing out the negative first before anything. So then what makes you happy then, right? <laughs> uh, correcting the negative. What, where did that mindset come from? Where did that mindset come from? Um, it's just, that's how it has to be. I mean, you can't always just expect for everything to be positive. When you're when you're the person that can take your negatives and turn them into positives, it's going to make you a better person. So that's what I try to do. Nobody's perfect. I know I'm not perfect. So whatever is not perfect, I try to get as close to perfect as I can. Real quick, you just mentioned the other sports that you've played that you, you, you've dealt with losing before. What were those sports? And <laughs> uh, basketball. Basketball. In high school, you guys yeah. had a tough go. Yeah. But not football? Uh, I I lost a couple in football in high school, not many. Up next, safety Anthony Harris. <laughs>
Anthony, what do you see on tape in this uh, Carolina offense? Uh, they got a big interior. Um, you know, like to run the ball. Got some explosive receivers outside. Um, a little bit more traditional in terms of just more like run, play action, boots, and different things of that sort. They're, they're like 35 and a half minutes time of possession. They're leading the league. Um, they really want to play ball control. What challenges is that? Then uh, one of the things that the teams like to do is just try to, you know, control the clock with running the ball, um, having success there, keeping it, keeping third downs manageable, and so they're likely to be able to convert. Um, so we're just going to have to be good with the run game, do a good job of, you know, keeping tight coverage um, and all downs and getting them to third and long and then getting off the field. I think you got to look at the versatility he brings, um, being able to run in between the tackles, get out on the perimeter, but then also in the pass game, his ability to be able to catch out of the backfield, run a number of routes, make guys miss. So I think, you know, trying to, you know, limit what he does in terms of run game and keeping tight coverage on and get a lot of hats to the ball is key. And I don't think after the game any of us were able to ask you about what it was like to get Rodney back. You know, now that you got a game uh, under your belt with him back, what was that like and what's his impact on the field? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, right away for me, I was, I was happy for him, um, you know, facing a ton of adversity mentally, physically, um, going through what he's been through to battle back. Um, that was one thing right away I was excited to see him get back out there in the field, um, you know, run through that tunnel and experience all that again. Um, but having him out there, you know, makes a difference in terms of his communication. Uh, he's played a lot of football. He's communicating to personnel. He's communicating down the distance. And he's just helping speed the process up in terms of communicating with myself and everybody else on the field as well. What was um, JG's kind of coaching points to you guys this week after watching the tape from the last game? Uh, we got to be better. Um, we got to have better execution um, from, from all angles, all sides, and just continue to chip away at it, continue to look to get better in each little detail, um, continue to have that attitude that we're having in terms of coming out, attacking the day, um, getting in on assignments, getting in on the tendencies, and then looking for a final way to win. Did you see anything similar or better or worse than specifically with run defense than the week before against Dallas? I think it's, it's always different. Um, you know, you play each team a little bit different. Um, maybe just some different fronts, different packages, different teams have different run games, how they want to try to get to it, how they want to try to move the ball downfield, whether it's driving the ball with shots or taking smaller plays. So um, the film looks different every time a little bit you cut it on. So that's part of the game, just going in, preparing each week for what you think the teams are going to do, and then it's adjusting from there. Different packages, different teams have different run games, how they want to try to get to it, how they want to try to move the ball whether it's driving the ball with shots or taking smaller plays. The film looks different every time a little bit. Yeah, I mean, Kenny's been doing a good job for us. Um, when he's in there, whenever he has the ball, whether it's run plays, him catching the ball out of the backfield, um, he's causing mismatches. So anytime you have that ability, you know, dual threat, Guys like that who can get out in space, run routes, catch, and make guys miss is going to be tough. So, I mean, they have some similarities, but, I mean, they're both really good players. Obviously, McCaffrey's been around the league a long time. Yeah, I mean, you always want to highlight and uh, point out things that you can improve on, things that you're doing well, you know, to take the positive and the negative. So you take a look at the penalties that we're getting, trying to figure out how we get them. Um, trying to limit putting ourselves in situations where we might get them. Um, and then you just go continue to play ball from there. Yeah, I mean, you always want to highlight and point out things that you can 
I mean, I think the attitude has always been we're going to continue to attack. Um, guys are continuing to be hungry. You know, in practice, we're still running around, everybody getting to the ball, um, trying to create turnovers, trying to increase the physicality, and really just continue to hold each other accountable and really just saying, you know, let's just keep our standard where it is in terms of how we're preparing. You know, we want to continue to raise that threshold, but we're not looking to take any steps back. No, I think, I mean, sometimes that, that'll come up. You know, you might have a play here and there. You know, guys, obviously, everybody wants to win. Everybody's trying to do their best to do it. But we just continue to preach, continue to do your job. Um, continue to do it at a high level. Once you execute that, you know, fly to the ball. You know, be where you're supposed to be. Um, once you've done that, just go play ball and continue to have fun with it. But at the end of the day, we all know, you know, we're trying to hold each other accountable. We're going to continue to push each other and continue to raise the standard. And we're going to find a way to get it done. I mean, I think if you want to think about great defenses, you, you really want to be better, really good at them all. Um, you want to be known for, you know, being physical, stopping the run. You want to be known for, you know, being good in the red zone. But also, you don't want to let people get in the red zone. So, you know, that, that takes being good in the run game, being good on third down, being good on not giving up the explosive plays. So, I mean, I think overall, you just try to be good in every category and not really point out one or two specifically. I mean, I, I just know the people in this building, the people that we're working with. Um, you know, everybody's attitude is where it needs to be. Um, we all working towards the same goal. We know we got a lot of talent. We've got coaches that's working hard to get the things done that we need to get done. The players are really buying into it. So we're just going to continue to work at it. Um, each day we come in here is an opportunity for us to get the results we want, and that's all we're focusing on. I mean, he's a little bit more settled. Um, previous years, uh, you know, you cut on the tape, you see him getting sacked a good bit. Um, the pocket really squeezing in on him. Right now, you're seeing some of the pressure kind of taking off of him with the run game. Offensive lines giving him a chance to move the ball. But um, when he's out of the pocket, he's still making those plays that he's made in the past with, you know, finding those open guys and getting those explosive plays when he's on the move. Yeah, yeah, we want to we want to be successful. Any defense who the key is being successful on first and second down. You know, you want to win third downs, but you want to get in those third down situ situations where they're favorable, third and long, where you know your defensive line can get a chance to get out to the pass rusher, DBs get a chance to cover for a little bit longer, and everybody can kind of work together to try to create that success on those downs. Next to the podium, offensive lineman Nate Herbig. So without getting into you know the details of what was going on with Lane, what was the game? What was, what was it like getting the message before the game last week that you were going to start? Just just get ready to roll. Like that's why I go into every game. You never know what happens. Uh, I mean, last year was pretty crazy too. So I just kind of keep a mindset that like I'm playing. So when it comes, I don't want to try to be too shocked about it. It sounds obviously very matter of fact. How did he deliver the message to you? You're up. Let's roll. Thanks, Dal. It seemed like before um, you know, with uh, Lane, it was since he was Driscoll at right guard. How did you take that last week going into it as, I assume, being kind of the, the, the flex interior guy? 
um, just be ready to play. Support my team. What is it about uh, Stout's coaching that, that allows for you guys to be ready in those kind of uh, you know, pinch situations? He doesn't miss a detail. Doesn't doesn't waste a mistake. Like what he always tells us is on our, on us all the time about every little thing. So you kind of get there and get in a situation, and you're like, oh my gosh, he was yelling about, he was yelling at me about this, and just kind of go back, <coughs> go back to your training. What's the Panthers front like? What, do they do anything? Uh, Different or do they mixing? Are they known for one thing? Do they stun a lot? With, yeah. Just they're good defense. They're front. They're pretty good. What have your impressions? What have your impressions been? Thanks for the uh, elimination. You know, a guy who's coming in this rookie, he's kind of late. Yeah, we're working out. Just how he's adapted. Oh, he's a monster. Yeah, you told us over the summer uh, that you were still sort of getting used to playing with this different body. Are you are you used to it now? As, as that as that come along? Yes, sir. How long does that take? Um, probably like uh, just a little bit of time. I don't know the exact. I'm sorry, I don't know. Hey, when when routes break down and Jalen moves out of the pocket, creates a new pocket. Um, as the offensive lineman, what goes through your your head to keep extending the play? Same thing. Just run and just keep trying to block for him because he's gonna make a big play. He's he's great at it. Hey, Nate, on those RPOs, there's been a lot of talk about uh, legal men downfield. It's been a point of emphasis all across the league. What what are the teaching points that Stout and Nick tell you guys? Because they're really, really tight on that. Um, we've just been emphasizing it in the walkthrough, and Stout's been emphasizing it to us, uh, just being more conscious of, like, what play it is, you know, and not being so far downfield. Next up, linebacker Alex Singleton. It, it seems like this past game they were able to create a lot of running lanes. Uh, you guys have been playing a lot of too deep. Is that just uh, is that just what's going to happen sometimes? Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, against a team like Kansas City, I think the goal is, you know, going into it, just watching their previous year and you know, beginning of this season, it was kind of. You know, they, they weren't running the ball. They weren't, you know, getting in those situations. And obviously, you know, they took what we gave them. And, you know, obviously we need to be able to stop it. And when we, you know, do see that, you know, come downhill and, you know, make plays. But, you know, when you originally kind of, I think, draw up the game plan for them, it's, you know, play too high, stop the explosive plays. And, you know, you know, in the past they weren't running the ball. They just continued to throw it. So it was kind of, you know, give them that and, you know, see if they take it. And they did last week. So, Alex, what's kind of the messaging from the defensive coaches when – that is the game plan. You're trying to eliminate explosive plays, and you guys have been very successful about that, but it's it's really difficult in run support. What is their messaging to you guys? To, you know, just to continue, you know, eventually we realized, you know, they were going to run certain plays and certain formations and, you know, to get to calls that, you know, to stop those plays. And, you know, as a defense, just being able to adjust, you know, throughout the game. Obviously, we, you know, we notice it changed, and we have to be able to change how we're, you know, playing within that scheme or that system. So how is how is it different for you, um, you know, in the in this in this scheme, like compared to what you've been used to? Like how does it how does it look and feel different? Uh, you know, honestly, not crazy. You know, I, you know, last year obviously we were just a big cover three team, but. 
you know, whether you're, you know, a quarters cover two, you know, the backers are, you know, hook players unless, you know, obviously the mic's the middle runner and, you know, cover two. But, you know, if you're in four, it's really, you know, matchy. Our cover three last year was obviously really matchy, almost man with Schwartz. So, you know, it, it's not crazy different. Obviously, you just have to know, you know, different calls. But we've been doing it now for, you know, five, six months, you know, and if you, if you most – NFL players can probably play pretty basic, you know, cover four and cover two, whether or not they've ever played in that scheme or not. From like a, a run fit perspective, like does, you know, do you have more linemen on you or how does, you know, how does yeah, that no, uh, I mean, with our D-line, we don't normally get a lot of linemen on us anyways. You know, those guys, you know, are who they are, obviously, with how Hargrave's playing, how Fletch plays, you know, the DNs, you know, I, I'll sit behind them all day and, you know, love them up. Uh, obviously, you know, when we're in a lot of the too high, you know, you – you sometimes have to play two gaps, so you got to kind of read it out. And you're, as a defense, I think you're, you know, you're saying we'll give up three to four or five yards on run plays. It's just you can't do that, you know, for four quarters. If they're going to continue to do that, you have to get into one highs where it's one gap, and then you know we come downhill, and you know all the gaps are full. So now you're giving up one or two, and so it's just kind of the, that back and forth game between you know the play calls. Who's been Christian McCaffrey in practice? And- <laughs> you know, just our running backs. I think it's you know just Huntley and you know those guys. Uh, and, you know, given a great look, I don't know if anyone will, you know, specifically be able to match what McCaffrey does. And, you know, and obviously with Hubbard and stuff, you know, whoever whoever we're going to get on Sunday. But they're, they're you know, giving the best look they can. What are the challenges about, you know, going against someone like McCaffrey just based on the fact that he can do so much? <laughs> yeah, I think, you know, he, he does so much. And I think I kind of, you know, watching it on film is kind of like that Alvin Kamara, you know, kind of that same. They kind of run the same offense and kind of use them the same way. And. You know, that's kind of the way I'm looking at it. Obviously, you know, two different guys, but just kind of that same, you know, get out of the backfield, but also still runs downhill really well. How's Darnold different now versus Jets? I think he's just confident. I think just being in that system, I mean, getting wins, you know, obviously, you know, starting off 2-0, 3-0, you just feel better. I think, you know, when you're winning, you feel confident, and, you know, you just play better football. With that said, though, what – with the way the season started for you guys, what would a win mean to this young locker? Yeah, it'll be huge. You know, I everybody knows how we felt after week one. Everybody knows how we should have felt after week two. And so we know we need to go down there and win, you know. And that's just, you know, kind of where we're at. You know, we obviously have, you know, this game and then a Thursday night back-to-back. And you don't want to go into anything. You know, it's almost like a mini-buy the Thursdays. And you don't want to go into those 0-2. You know, it's a it's a grind getting through those. And so, obviously, we're focused on Carolina, you know, this week. And we know that winning that, you know, brings that good energy into a Thursday night game. So we really got to, you know, take control, do what we can, and go out there and win this game. Do you believe, theoretically, that it's supposed to be hard for offenses to go 70, 80 yards, 12, 13 plays without having to slip up? Yeah, I you know I, I called a defense this uh, spring. You know I, I you know I was kind of doing that. I remember that was the first thing I told the kids. Like the one thing I learned about the NFL was if you can make a team drive the ball, you know twelve to you know not even twelve, it's you know nine ten play drives. If you do that continuously throughout a game, they'll make mistakes. And you know I mean I'll, I'll preach it to you know to the day I die or we get to play Mahomes again. That. If he plays a perfect game, I mean, good luck to anybody. You know what I mean? If you give them what they're going to get and he takes it, takes advantage of that and doesn't just look for the deep ball, you know, they're going to win. You know, that's that's who he is. You know, he's an MVP, you know, caliber guy. So, yeah, I, you know, if you can force a team to drive the field, hopefully you don't get to that 12th play because, you know, play seven or eight, it's turnover. It's not just Patrick, right? The no, Cowboys yeah. did the same. So do you, is that quality of opponent more so than lack of execution on – on the defense part, you think, or 
and things will change, or, or do you still think that there's you guys enabled that? Yeah, no, I mean, I think you still enable it. I think when you say you want teams to drive the field, you know, someone's got to make a play. I think that's kind of, you know, what we're preaching in our rooms is, you know, those turnovers. You know, we have the, you know, the, the hits principle that we always talk about. I mean, tees for turnovers, you know, so we got to we got to get those and that's those are something where you know if they're making plays well someone you know it doesn't obviously all 11 can't make a turnover on one play but someone's got to you know be in the right spot and you know go make a play and I think that's you know that's what we're preaching and that's that comes with the hustle the intensity and the smarts is you know being in those right spots to get those takeaways and you know if we just continue to you know do those you know we're gonna guys are we we've had opportunities we had opportunities in Dallas we'll have opportunities and you know we'll be we'll we'll get them Mentally, when, when that's the way you're playing, and I, you know, I, I agree with what mm-hmm. you're saying, is it hard to stay patient and not be like, you know, why don't we just, why don't we just blitz once or twice? And, and... Yeah, I think, you know, it's, it's all buying in. You know, all 11 guys, defense, I think, is so tough because all 11 guys have to do the right thing all the time. Or, you know, a team will, you know, find something. And, you know, the more I've grown in the game, you, you know there's holes in every, every coverage or every, every scheme, every, or else everyone would just run run coverage. You know, if there was some special coverage that just locked down everything, you know, we would, everybody would just play. And obviously you could say man could do that, but, all, you know, one guy gets tired and all of a sudden, you know, that's a mismatch, you know, even if you think everyone across the board is, you know, a win for your team. So it's just kind of those things. Yeah, I mean, I know in this building we do all believe in each other. We're excited. You know, these games, you know, Sundays are so far. I kind of wish we, you know, I, I'm a guy that, that would play a game every single day. So I'm, I'm one to say, like, let's, you know, just let's play again. But, you know, obviously we got to wait a week and kind of take, take what happened to us last week and, you know, talk about it. And, you know, we don't just do that with you guys. We do that with ourselves too. And that's, you know, I think what we've, we talk about the most you know it's week four let's look in the mirror let's not let this continue to drag on and you know let's just become a better defense out of it Darnold has has been uh, scoring rushing touchdowns at a Mm. pretty crazy clip uh, you know four over the last two weeks I think I mean has that suddenly become a point of emphasis uh, given the success that he's he's had there yeah I mean obviously we're aware of it and you know the situations that they do it in so obviously it's going to be a lot of you know up to the front seven and the D line, especially to you know, kind of you know those games up front to be able to cut it up and be able to take those away from them. Appreciate it. Up next, offensive lineman Landon Dickerson. Now that uh, you've had a few games of tape to watch of yourself playing in games, what have you noticed, and what are some things you think you need to improve on? Uh, a lot of things I need to improve on. Um, you know, hand quickness, foot quickness, where I'm setting. You know. Here and everything, here in the combination, the blocks, the points, everything. Coach just needed me there. It's where I need to play. Landon, as, as Jalen um, creates plays, you know, moves the pocket outside of the original pocket. Uh, as an offensive lineman, what kind of goes through goes through your mind to you know still keep him protected, keep playing, finish. Is What's- there? What's the uh, the family contingent going to be like this weekend? What do you mean? Do you have family coming to the games? Do I do. I do. Family come to most of the games. Okay. Big group? Uh, not too sure. Okay. Did you feel pretty hard yourself after your first two starts? Did you feel like this last one was a step forward? How did you feel about that? The goal is to get better every day, make improvements. And it's one thing I talk to the coaches about after the game is, you know, did, did I get better today? And you know, there's obviously a lot of things I still need to work on, but, you know, I, I feel good that I'm fixing things they're telling me to correct and then asking them what are the things I need to fix. 
So you felt like it was a step forward? I think so. We still have a lot to work on. Wherever they put me. Yeah. Yeah, they want to make me a punter? Do my best. <laughs> you got to make the adjustment. Things happen. You got to I mean, you just got to make it happen. It's, you know, right guard, left guard, say wherever, wherever they want to play, you just got to figure it out and do it. You've, you've obviously bounced around before um, in college. You know, versatility is one of your, your calling cards. But is it, so is it fair to say that the bigger adjustment is maybe getting to know Andre, uh, playing next to someone who you haven't played next to before? I mean, we're, we're all close in the O-line room. And, yes, it, uh, it, it there's, a, there's an adjustment when you play with new guys. And that's the thing is and I think we're doing a great job communicating, you know, in practice and walkthroughs, getting everything down, you know, doing things well. And that's – you know, it's the beauty about offensive line is, you know, we're all really close with each other. So we, we know each other anyway. So whenever we do make that transition, you know, you're not, it's not like you're trying to learn somebody new that just came in. Yeah. Awesome. Good. All right. We got Anthony here. Next up, cornerback Steven Nelson. What, what's this week been like practice? Locker room meetings uh, coming off a couple of games that yeah. I know you guys wanted to play better. It's been good. I mean, uh, everybody's you know still working towards um, the same goal, and that's uh, all getting better. You know, learning from our mistakes. You know, and trying to come out with a with a win. When it comes to DJ Moore, what makes him more cornerback special? What makes him so special? But what has what have you seen him with him on the top two wide receivers? Um, he, he runs uh, good routes, decent routes. Um, he has great hands, great uh, ball skills. And um, a lot of, you know, most of the time he's run after catch. So dude's, you know, hard to get down after after he catches the ball as well. A couple games like the last two weeks could, could shake a young defense. Um, are the goals the same? Do you guys feel like you can still be a great defense? Oh, yeah, definitely, man. It's it's so early in the process, you know what I mean? Um, obviously, we're disappointed. Um, but, you know, uh, those that, that have been around the, uh, the game for quite a while understand that it's early in the process. Still a lot of time to grow. It was, it's, the last two weeks, the opposing offenses have been ahead of the sticks a lot. Has that changed or limited what you guys wanted to do from a back-end standpoint? Well, not really. Um, it's just all about, you know, we got to come out and execute, you know, um, you know what we have to do and, you know, just, you know, get off the field whenever we can. And it's because people are, are, are watching the team and saying this is a very vanilla mm-hmm. scheme what they're doing is vanilla. And I was mm-hmm. wondering how much of that is because of what's been going on with other teams being involved. No, like I said, we just got to get off the field, you know, whenever we can and, you know, execute the plan. How important is third down against them in particular? I, mean, I know it's big against everybody, but... I mean, they're like 35-plus minutes in time of possession. It's like highest in the league. And they just want to put together long drives, convert third down. So how, how big is that this weekend? That's huge, man. And um, like I said, that's a big part of what they do. You know what I'm saying? So as, as much as we can limit that, you know, and kind of, you know, stop that, stop them from that progression, um, you know, I think we'll come out on top. What, what's more important at this point for a defensive coordinator to be steep in his principles or to see the tape and think that 
things may need to change a little bit? Uh, I just think flexibility all around, you know what I mean? Um, just, you know, having, you know, his morals and, you know, associating with the players as well as that. So. And how does he guy, How does he get your belief, especially veteran players? You know, just like, how does he maintain that it's just all about communication, and uh, JG's done an excellent job, you know, doing that, you know, talking, you know, with his veteran players and, you know, explaining, you know, uh, you know what we're doing and, and going into the week. Yep. Cool. Appreciate you guys. And lastly, defensive tackle Javon Hargrave. So I'm sure um, John keeps you posted on, like, most sacks through four games by Eagles defensive tackle since Jerome Brown in 91 and that kind of thing. <laughs> Are you able to enjoy those kind of things, even though the team results haven't been what you wanted? you able to have some satisfaction in, in, in that kind of thing, in the, in the personal achievements? I mean, of course, you, uh, you, you, you're excited about getting sacks, but you, everybody knows when you're playing in the NFL, it's just a different feeling when you're losing. Um, so it's not as exciting uh, as it could be. So... I'm looking forward to try to turn that around. That put a chip on your shoulder in the sense of we have to do better, and you know the Chiefs are great on offense and everything. Does that put a chip on your shoulder? Uh, most definitely. We um, we got a beat down on Sunday, so everybody's definitely motivated to uh, kind of turn that perspective around and uh, get back to work against Carolina. When when a defense has games like you did against Dallas and Kansas City, I mean it can go two ways with a team. You never kind of know how a team's going to react. What's kind of kept you guys together and, and, and motivated? And I mean, it sounds like practice has been fine, meetings have been fine. Nobody's down on themselves right now. I mean, it's just a lot of uh, veterans in a group. So, you know, playing the NFL, you, a lot of people have experienced this before. Um, just, you know, when I was in Pittsburgh or even sometime last year, you don't went through this before. And it's just more so what you're going to do to turn it around. Javon Carolina has one of the best backs in the league if he's able to go. How do you kind of handle? that preparation when you have a player like Christian McCaffrey that that could be out there or it's a very different back if he's not out there? Well, for us, it's more so start up front. Um, just us, you know, winning our uh, one-on-ones and getting off blocks and making um, tackles in the backfield. So it's just more so playing technique and just uh, controlling the run game up front. Man, I definitely think I'm growing up a little. Um, not that as young as I was in Pittsburgh. So, um, yeah, I, I do. And, and what comes with it as far as, as, far as responsibility? I mean, for me, it's just uh, just everyday process, just leading by example, um, going out, practicing hard, um, just showing some of the younger guys how to practice and just carrying it over to the game. What kind of leads to that? Is it like I said, it's just prepping. Um, you know, when younger guys see you doing it, uh, then bringing it on Sunday, they everybody just follow along. So, you know, just seeing guys like Fletch and Rodney, them, who've been doing it for a long time, just doing it in practice too, it just shows a lot and just show you how to carry yourself as a professional. Javon, in practice, you know, they've been inserting a few different offensive linemen, specifically at the guard positions over the past couple of weeks. Uh, what have you noticed about guys like Landon and, and, and Nate and, and you know their ability and, and their slotting of the first team? I mean they they they're great players. Um we know 
our whole offensive line could play anywhere in the NFL. So it's just more so just getting game experience and, um, you know, just growing as they go through these games. Fletcher Cox seems like he's off to a slower start than at least what people expect. And I know he's getting a lot of double teams and stuff like that. But do you get a sense from Fletch just how badly he wants to get some QB hits, get some sacks, and kind of show the player that you've seen here for a decade? I mean, of course, uh, Fletch, Fletch, knows, uh, Fletch knows what to do. Um, we were just laughing about today uh, how that was me answering the questions that he got to answer uh, because I got out to the slow start. But it just happens sometimes as professional. Um, some things you just can't control, but we're not really worried about Fletch. Did you give him advice at all? Or did you, having kind of gone through that last year, I know it was a different scenario for you coming in here during a pandemic and everything. As a veteran, give him advice, or uh, he he know what it is. He know what he know what it takes. He uh, he been doing it way longer than me, uh, so that's not nothing he, he's really worried about. Because uh, he know uh, everything's gonna turn around when we start winning and um, doing things like that. From a performance standpoint, though, things have kind of clicked for you early this season. We talked a lot about different schemes for you in Pittsburgh. Your first year here, now it's the third one. Why do you think things have clicked for you so early in the season? I mean, I just uh, I feel like I'm growing as a player, um, and I just just approach every every day, every week, just to uh, come in here and get better. Um, not really worried about last week. It's just more so um, this week coming up, and you know, getting ready for Carolina. Thanks, Shaver. Thank you. For more Eagles news and exclusive interviews, be sure to subscribe to all of our Eagles original podcasts, including Eagles Update, Eagles Insider, and Eagle Eye in the Sky.